We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Hey, hey! Welcome to this Twisting the Wind. I'm Johnny Pemberton still, and this is the podcast of the name that I just mentioned. Thank you for joining me, joining us, joining yourself, stepping into this blissful audio water. Maybe you're just dipping your toe in, okay? Maybe it's the first time dip for you. Enjoy it. Hope it feels good. Hope it, like, makes you have systemic joy, of like a like your tweak down the finest of Chinese black teas, okay? I hope that's what you're getting right now. Or maybe you're just an acquaintance. You heard about this from a heard about this from a friend from a friend. You're just checking it out. You're just doing a um a listen. Maybe not so much a toe dip, but a foot dip. Maybe a full ear, face, all sound water over your body. Cause you listened to the first one and the second one. Now you're back for the third. And you just don't know what the goddamn hell you're going to get. My Jod. My Jod. Jesus H. Crisp. This is it. Okay? This is the one. This is the one that sounds the best. Got all kinds of cool stuff going on. Yeah. I'm really happy about this whole thing that I'm about to present to you like some sort of a, a nice meal cooked in the forest, served on a banana leaf, or maybe some type of a domestic leaf, because banana leaf is kind of exotic, and we don't want to, we're fine, we have have good trees with broad leaves here, we don't need to use banana leaves, okay? We don't need to use banana leaves for Christmas sack, for Christmas sack. Saying Christmas sack is much dirtier than saying for Christ's sake. A Christmas sack? Is it like Santa's balls? Santa's balls? Chris, huh, he brought down the Christmas sack. Oh, sweet lardy. He would come and he'd bring his Christmas sack and do a dainty dip all across the cookie lards. The cookie lards would weep for the Christmas sack as he was presented on the day of the dipping. Oh, yeah. Okay, we just got weird for a second there. Or I should say I did. And now my voice is now kind of, oh, I'm not a monk. I can't really do that. Doesn't sound as good, does it? It kind of sounded horrible. How many people just sort of turned it off right then? Oh, he's doing that throat thing? No, definitely not. No, this isn't... This isn't, uh... When this isn't whenever that was. God. Is this when that was? It's definitely not when that was. Do something else. Jesus. 
Jesus H. Crisp. Okay, well, um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I have an amazing guest today. He's a close, close friend of mine, which is always nice talking to a close friend. He's uh, an amazingly intelligent, interesting, just, god damn, what a great person. I uh, definitely will have him back, and I think we'll do some different iterations, maybe do some combinations of sort with this guy. Um, but this is it's hard. I'm kind of belaboring the point here, introducing him to you, who are no one but as me. Maybe I should just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick up the phone here. Pick up the headset and uh, really blast this out. Okay. Yeah. Republic. How reject your call? Yeah, I was wondering if I could speak to somebody in like the uh, animal department. Hold, please. Great. That's. Hey, how's how's it going there? It's going. Pretty good, yeah, go on here, me too. Um, say, uh, I was talking to my friend Patrick, and he um, said something about um, an elephant seal and how what they eat. Do you know what exactly that they, they're going to need? An elephant seal? Yeah. No, I don't know right off the top of my head. Uh, you sell fish, right? Yeah, we sell fish. Oh, what kind of fish are there? They're just just normal aquarium fish. Okay, so they're all is it all freshwater, or saltwater? Or what's the deal? Uh, well, there's some. Uh, they're pretty much all freshwater. I mean, there's like uh the warm, the heated tanks, and then there's the regular room temperature. There's some saltwater in there. No, I don't believe so. we have. Well, we have like uh tiger barbs. Uh, tiger barbs. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, see, Patrick. Um, uh, Patrick's a friend of mine. Uh, we've known him for a long time, actually. Um, he's uh, a friend, friend of a friend. But he he's a naturalist, kind of. Well, he's a biologist, you know, right? Bi- a biologist by trade, but he's kind of a naturalist as well because he just knows a lot about plants and animals and everything. And he's um, been traveling around the country a lot, doing a lot of different work for the uh, for the United to the USGS, the United States Geological right. Survey. And so, when he's out there, he also is like a He's really into music and stuff, and he will um, buy different rare records. I mean, he's really good at it, and he finds a lot of the stuff. Right. And he also, uh, yeah, he's, he's very knowledgeable about plants and animals and all these things like that, and it's uh, it's really it's inspiring to talk to him because he just knows so much about this stuff, and he makes you, you know, it's like, in second, almost like an older time, you'd think, like back when um, there were more people who knew more about nature, you know what I mean? Right, and um, but uh, what was it you were looking for, though? Well, I was looking to see if uh, you thought that that might work out. Like in terms uh, of what? Do you think people will be? I mean, do, as far as like relationships with nature and stuff, I think it's. Do you think it's important? I'm for, sorry. Did you actually needed something from here? Yeah. Well, I I was I needed to know if you, if you think that that would be if like an elephant seal could eat freshwater fish. Oh, <laughs> you pr- uh, I would say so. I wouldn't. I would so, say that if it right. eat fish, that um, it could probably eat any fish. Well, just a long. That's what I was trying to explain. It's a long story because I oh. know that's like that's basically what I'm getting at. But it's kind of like it sounds weird coming out of nowhere because I was going to explain how he right. I I visited um, him in Northern California, which is pretty nice out in the woods there, and it's uh and um. I thought that that would be because there are seals that live on the beaches there, different kinds right. of seals, and they also the sharks will eat them, I guess, 
which is yeah. that's why I was wondering is because a shark is technically a fish. It's not like a right. whale. A whale's a mammal, right? Right, right. But those sharks will eat seals, and seals are mammals. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like this yeah. thing where, <clears throat> so if if you have a baby elephant seal, which I have. That is, it's like that weird thing where is it a mammal going to eat another mammal or is it going to eat a fish? Right. But yeah, I would uh, say that they could eat any fish. Okay. Do you think think he would know more about this, Patrick Leanne, my guest? Probably. See, because he's he's my guest on this show that I'm working on. And um, I don't know. I think that's, I think he's a pretty good person to have on. Wouldn't you think that would be good? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, can you think of someone who might be good to go with that? No, not right off the top of my head. I'm not much on of um, a fish or anything like that. I work in grocery, but there's nobody here in pets right now, so that's why I kind of taking okay. their calls. Oh, do the, do the other pet people who really know their pets? Uh, no, not right now. But you know a lot about groceries then, so that's pretty good. Right. Yeah. yeah so you could like tell me, like, what's in season? Um, well, uh, like, uh, what are you wanting to know? Well, I, like, what's, you know, it's nice to buy stuff in the season because it tastes better typically, doesn't it? Right. So, well, you, yeah, but I'm just, I'm just like a stalker. I don't actually, um, right. you know, deal with produce or anything like that. And Got it. What time is it? Oh. It's, uh, it's, uh, after, uh, one, most likely. Yeah, no windows here. We're, we're trying to get this seal acclimated, you know, this. this right. It's weird. I've been we've been down here in this uh, saltwater tank for a while, trying to figure this out. Um, great. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and introduce him. This is sort of the introduction for him because. Oh well, I'm sorry. I'm at work right now. Okay. You don't want to talk to him? No, not right now. Okay, I mean, so- I got. I mean, unless he has something that, um, like, if we need anything for him or anything like that, that's kind of what. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, he has a pretty good saying that we have this, we were around the campfire, and he said, um, whatever we don't right, have... Right, but I got, I mean, okay. I got a lot of... Let me just say this real quick. This is a good little saying. Um, I'll, I'll pass this on to you. Whatever we don't have, we don't need. That's a good thing to think right. about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, oh, you know, you don't have to worry about things, because you got, you got what you need, so you don't need what you don't have, right? Right, right. Cool. Well, um, I'll, I'll probably be swinging by there. Uh, probably later tonight. Hope, hopefully, we can, okay. we can work it out. All right. Good luck. I'll see you then, because I'll be here till nine. So you kidding me? Yeah. Oh well, then definitely. Okay. Okay. I'll um I'll see if Patrick Leanne can help you out there because he's got a lot of information. All right. Great. Great music's too. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Cool. All right. I'll see ya. See ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Right now, I am Fireside in, would you call this Northern California? It's NorCal. NorCal. Certainly. This is NorCal with uh, Patrick Leanne. That's your name, right? Yeah, that's that's it. And Patrick is an old friend of mine, through an, who I met through another older friend of mine. Steve. Steve Ernest. Steve Ernest. And... Uh, we're in what? How would you describe the place we are right now, without telling people where we are right now? It's misty. <laughs> it's partly moony. Partly moony. Uh, with a good chance of s'mores. Well, the, the chance of s'mores already happened. Yeah. So we have a thousand percent chance of s'mores. Yeah, I guess rain. that's yeah. It's a hundred percent already happened. Right. 
But so, but this is a uh, this is some type of an abandoned uh, camp of sorts, right? Yeah, yeah, we're we're somewhere between Friday the Thirteenth and uh, all those other movies. So right now, we're basically in the most stereotypical. Uh, <laughs> there's soiled mattresses everywhere. Oh, this is this there's, is. There's a lot we of. Sh- we should be murdered. We'll probably this recording will probably be found years from now, and the it's SIM just, card <laughs> will be intact thanks to the thanks to flash technology. Is that is that this a black will, box? Do you think? Yeah, that's, this is definitely a black that's box. That's got a black this box. Isn't going anywhere. So it's gonna be found. They're gonna be like, oh, so that's how they all got murdered because there'll be some crazy, some sort of giant wildebeest. Um, <laughs> Sorts of will not wildebeest, but a what do you call that thing? The skunk ape. Uh, yeah, Bigfoot. it has it has a lot of names. Bigfoot, Every Bigfoot will be twice as big as we expect it to be. It'll use a redwood tree as a slingshot, and we'll be hanging by our. Oh, you just toes. gave it away, man! With redwood tree, there. Redwood. Okay, well, I we're in Northern California, though. We know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. There's a lot of redwoods out there. So yeah. That's where we are. Whoop, Holland Wolf over there, everyone. Well, um. Should we? We can't. We can't hear this in the background, probably, because he's my. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. But we're listening to a nice background of uh, of records that you've um, dug up, I, yep. discovered, and since either either recorded, we've ripped them, ripped them, and sold them, or ripped them, and they're in. Well, a, I, I have most of these in the bunker. Yeah. Yeah. These are right. This is the the good stuff. Okay. Well, so we should start. We should. You should say this, Patrick, is you are your record collector. Well, I record collector. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, I find you're a record them. Finder. You're a biologist. I'm not a picker. Don't don't ever call me a picker. No, you're not a picker. No, I, definitely not a picker. Picker yeah. is like it's like being a rustler. Yeah. Or a gambler, or like a. Like yeah. A, well, pickers pickers got to be the worst thing right what now. What are pickers? I hate those guys. Are such assholes. What's a picker? They're just they're just in it for the buck, you know. So a picker is like a like a turnaround man, like a. Just taking all the cool shit from the sale before you get there. So how does... Okay, so they get there early. Yeah, they get there early. They don't give right. a shit about what it is. They just... They just want it to to, to upload it. Yeah. Or not to upload it, but to, to put well, it on yeah, I mean, some shit, huh? All antiques of, of any kind, Got really. But, so they're in it for the buck. They're basically not that far off from the Storage Wars type of guy. Yeah, they are. They are they're those. the Storage that's, Wars people. That's them. Right. That's them. Okay, well, I don't care what the fuck this thing is, but how much is it worth? It's kind of funny. I I like that. That's a little better than the the picker that's kind of, you know, going after the old man, the old farmer guy with the the valuable Studebaker car or whatever. Right. These guys are fighting over, you know, soiled soiled clothes and uh, (laughs) clothes baskets and uh, filing cabinets and stuff, so. Pretty bad. Uh, that's that's at least marginally entertaining. Okay, so you're not a picker, record finder, part collector, but archaeologist, uh, perhaps. You're, archaeologist, uh, uh, bi- you're a biologist. I yeah, biologist. I, too. I've uh, called you a naturalist before, but you told me you're not a naturalist. But I I say you are a naturalist. I I'm an amateur naturalist. Okay. What what makes an what is a naturalist by definition then? I I'm not sure, but I think they tell more stories. They uh, they interpret nature. Okay, but you interpret nature. Yeah, yeah. I I ate some sorrel. I make today, a lot of right? shit up. Did I eat some sorrel? Right. Yes, we had sorrel. Yeah, we ate some sorrel. We had sorrel. It was kind of lemony. It looks like it was, clover. It's very it was lemony. Near a bridge. 
Yeah. Sora. <laughs> Over yonder, yonder bridge. Right. That's a very naturalistic thing to do, isn't As it? As we tiptoed through the sorrel. Sorrel would be nice to tiptoe through. It looks very soft. It's soft. Yeah, it looks like clovers, basically. It grows in, in duff. In duff? What's duff? Duff, uh, well, we're, we're under uh, some redwood cover, okay. as we were mentioned before. And so the, duff is uh, like the, the duff, treatise? The duff is just what's on the ground. It's all the uh, redwood Got it. droppings, and it's, it's quite soft and friendly. Take uh, take Wait. a nice nap in some duff. You could. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that, but this you could walk around here. You could take a nap anywhere you wanted here. That's sort of the that's the point of the redwood forest. So you can take a yeah. nap anywhere you want to. All right, it's pretty. It's it's definitely idyllic for napping. So, you're a naturalist, a biologist, and you you've been doing this for a long time. You've been traveling around the country, and you work for uh, it's some arm of the federal government, right? Uh, well. I, I suppose I could disclose that. <laughs> that well, you can say it is. Yeah, the federal government's big enough where I think you, yeah, do, you have I, some anonymity there, right? I do. I'm a. Uh, I'm one of those excessive. Uh, USGS, you know. right? Yes, yes. Uh, we we don't only do rocks. We <laughs> USGS. We, we do other do stuff. Rocks. So you've been doing all these different uh, biological surveys, right? Where you indeed you're looking for uh, endangered. Is it, is it always endangered? It's usually, uh, I've had a variety of jobs. This one is with an endangered snake. Okay. Of the uh, Bay Area. Got it. Yeah, yeah NorCal. NorCal oh, Bay, okay. Bay Area. Bay Way Area. North would say this is Southern California, right? Well, yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe those people so in so Crescent you find, City. You find these things, right? Yep. Yep. And, you, and you count them, and what's the what's the end purpose? Well, it's I guess there's a lot of answers to that. It's a uh, it's more of a checkup, sort of just checking to see what the status is, how how they're doing, how they're the multiplying. Snake is quo. Yeah, the snake is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The snake is quo. Yeah, the quo. The de facto quo quid. Does this make you think that the government has other, like if if um? I think they're watching me all the time. Do you really I, feel I like kind they of, are? Even when I'm out in the field, I feel like maybe I'm just an experiment of the of the you know they they like, kind of <laughs> it isn't a real job. That like we, they got, just, we got this guy counting. We're snakes. just gonna see what yeah we're we're, we're gonna tell him we're he's counting snakes and we're gonna just set him loose and we're gonna film him and watch what how he could be. Betrays us, I mean, I, which I, I don't. I could see it. Be, you don't betray them. Yeah. Well, well, tell me again about the the whole the uh, the fencing scenario and the funnel. How you catch snakes? Oh yeah, this is our our this top secret model of uh, you know snakes are hard to catch. You just you this don't just go walking keeping, around. Yeah, this is what's keeping Iran from uh, <laughs> from enriching uranium to use for a nuclear head, warhead. Yeah. I mean, just, just go right ahead. Here. Just go try to just try to catch a snake at large. You probably won't. <laughs> so, uh, so we got we got some boxes. We got some fences. Right. Some funnels. But it, there's they, a uh, you explain it. There's a box on each end, right? With a yeah, funnel. yeah, yeah. Box, a so, little cylindrical so the funnel. Snake hits a wall, and the snake's like, gotta mm-hmm. go left or right. Indeed. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it goes. Either way, right. it's it's up against a big funnel, and uh, 
if if successful, the funnel will drop it into a box in which <laughs> the snake is confused and can't find the way out. <laughs> and the, until you find it and count it. Yeah, and we, you know we catch uh, we catch a ton of uh, rodents and small mammals. Oh, uh, voles! Like a, a vole, field mice. A vole is a. One. I caught a weasel, short-tailed weasel. Wow. Uh, yeah, oh, incredible! Short-tailed weasel, amazing, amazing animal. Those are pretty rare, huh? I've only yeah, it's the only one I've ever seen. Short-tailed weasel. It. Uh, I had the feeling it could kill me, and so, it was the, you know the size what? of my elbow. Really? Yeah it it Those shrieked. It made a shrieking. <laughs> no- <laughs> <laughs> the weasel shriek. It's yeah. It's oh wow. I was I was afraid legitimately. I mean that's that's you know this is a we're talking to him, I'm talking to a man right now who is barefoot and has been for the better part of this day, <laughs> and you're scared of a weasel. I can't imagine what would happen if I encountered that thing. Oh, I, I think I you know I en- I encountered it in the trap, so it was agitated. <laughs> 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 it was well i, I was, can't wait to uh, I, I will be uploading a little extra video to this podcast yeah. featuring uh you um agitating a uh a scorpion oh yeah so wait so that that's a thing um we took a nice long hike around the property here and which during the entire hike you turned over every single right. log stump boulder or tarpaulin that was laying around <laughs> in hopes of catching and seeing some type of wildlife or a snake yeah, or a skink that's, or a gecko uh, or, a, or a, a flump or a, a That is jambo. an official, it's an official survey method yeah. that we use quite a and lot. it worked. We caught, we, caught, we saw it some did. cool stuff today. Yeah, yeah, it, it produces. Balls, it really, it, there's right. nothing better than, than, you know, exposing something to the light and just but ripping su- it from its yeah. slumber. I was surprised that you were so willing to agitate that scorpion. I thought that maybe would be well, like... I had a stick, yeah. Yeah. And we did. We agitated, we agitated the scorpion. The scorpion, it showed uh, aggressiveness as, you know, it was a good good quality scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was spunky. He Definitely. gave me a... That's good. Gave me a nice stab. So, so okay, so you, so you go to this box and there's all these snakes and what happens when there's like a, a vole, a short-tailed weasel and a bunch of different snakes in this one box? Well, I only caught one weasel the whole season. Okay. So that was... Uh, was he solo? Often, but I caught... Pro- yeah, he was solo okay. and <laughs> I caught thousands of voles though. Voles are... Uh, they're pretty cute. If you don't know what a vole is, I, I most people might not. It's, uh, they're black, aren't they? They're just kind of a uh, little chunky. They're, they're a little more fat than a mouse. They're just like... Uh, yeah, they're cute. Yeah, they're cute. They look like little beavers, like tiny, tiny little beavers. Without it's the... a great name too, a vole. Yeah, a vole. It's yeah, an old name. Nice guys. A vole. They usually uh, they they'll look you right in the eye too. Really? Yeah, they just kind of stare what... at you. Do you have a theory as to why they look you in the eye? Uh, well, no, no. It's uh, it seems kind of strange to me actually. I don't I don't know um, quite why that you is. You think maybe There's... it's some sort of an evolutionary response where they. They they know they can evoke sympathy. Maybe, so they yeah. Do it. Maybe that's uh, there's something there. They just kind of it's gotta be. That's their last line of defense is to be just pull on your heartstrings a little bit. It makes sense. Yeah, that's gotta be. That's gotta be a thing. You know, uh, seals too. Uh, oh, out, seals! You know, out swimming on the beach. Right. Seals will just they'll pop up next to you and just look right, really? just stare into your eyes, kind of longingly. What have, how long have you held the seal's gaze? <laughs> well, I'd say 20, 15, 20, 20 seconds. On a, an honest guy, 20 seconds. I would. I may have blinked, but wow. I, I think it was it was a gaze. 
nonetheless. The first time I ever went hunting as a kid, I uh, was up in a tree stand and I was freezing because um, the guy who was teaching me to hunt told me not to put my clothes in the dryer because they get scent yeah, on them. Scent. So I hung them outside. They didn't dry. They were freezing cold. I'm sitting there shivering at like dawn <laughs> in a tree stand with this freezing cold clothes, cold clothes on, and this squirrel. You know, it doesn't smell me at all because I've got all the scent lock on. Just rounds Did you put the uh, urine on? Did you, I don't know. I did wasn't, doing, do that? wasn't okay. doing dough urine at this point. Sorry. I, I, w- I should have had that on. Maybe he wouldn't have stayed away from me. But the squirrel just, just peels out around the tree trunk and is so surprised to see me. It is inches away from my face. And I'm scared as hell because it's a squirrel. It's yeah. right there. And it just looks at me. And we were both, I don't know who was more surprised to see the other. I, yeah, I heard those things are vicious. I was scared. I had to like shoo it away because I was scared it was going to yeah. jump at me. And They, I th- I they look pretty scared. brutal. I, I mean, the ones I see in the city, at least, I, I would... Oh, the city squirrels. That's something you were talking about earlier today, is how the squirrels out here in the woods, deep woods, they're quiet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, quite why that is. They're, they seem quiet out here. Maybe they're just at peace. Huh? There's not that many of them out here. There's really? more in cities than there is in the woods. I guess there's just not as much opportunity here, is yeah, there? Yeah, there's, no, uh, there's no trash. Um, so you've been surfing, right? You taught yeah, I started surf. surfing uh, Started surfing earlier this year. And there's great white sharks out there. There's great white sharks out here. Uh, you haven't seen one yet? Zero. But zero you sightings. You'll see one. I saw a, I've seen seals, and I've seen a stellar sea lion. In the surf, stellar, sea and that's lions, that's a big one. That's but sea lions are the size of a man, aren't they? This one's big. This one, I think they can get bigger. They than might even man. get up to eight hundred pounds or something. Are you kidding me? Eight hundred pounds? I'm not sure Jesus on that, but Christ. they they get huge. That's fucking massive. There's eight hundred yeah. pounds. Well, there's also elephant seals right around here, and they oh, they get up to fourteen hundred. Oh yeah, they're they're oh. just big um, piles of blubber. <laughs> My first encounter with the elephant seals was driving back from Big Sur like years ago, and we stopped somewhere near Hearst Castle. Yep. And I know, these, yeah, that exactly. one place, that one little pullout. Tons of them. Yeah, that's and amazing. All they were doing was laying around, screaming and shooting <laughs> in each other's faces. Like I, we have pictures of one of of tens, dozens of these seals shitting and farting in each other's faces, and all they do is just go. Oh, oh. It's beautiful. It's there's, it's got a world, and then there's the Americans spilling <laughs> out of the RVs. Yeah, yeah like, boogers and shit. Just, yeah, they're disgusting. I yeah. mean, are they graceful in water? You think though? They are fast. I I saw one An elephant seal. Oh, I I couldn't even believe it. It freaked me out. I, <laughs> I I thought it could be a shark. Who knows? It's just this giant brown oh blob God. that I see. There's a wave breaking in front of me, and I wow. see it in the wave. And suddenly, it's in my wave, right next to me. <laughs> An elephant seal. I, I think it was, I don't know. I can't quite confirm what it was. It was right? huge and it was brown. So <laughs> I don't think it was a, a shark. I'm pretty, yeah, it wasn't a shark. It was just some large, large marine mammal. And it was just there. It it flew right past me. And I it kind of changed my what God. I was thinking. I went to the shore after that. that. That could kill you. I don't. Well, I don't think they would kill I mean, me. It I'd, could if it wanted to, right? Yeah, it certainly could. But it doesn't. It doesn't Anything want to. could kill you. When you're out floating in the surf, you're like a. Uh, I th- I think it's the most vulnerable I've I've yeah. felt since, since I couldn't remember, 
Since you know, being a child, huh? Yeah, like a the womb or something. Wow. Elephant seal. Yeah. Walrus. Elephant I haven't seal. seen a walrus. So I'd, I'd love to see those, though. Yeah. I guess the, those are probably the most farting, shitting. Yeah. Uh, like they just, they, those, those islands up in Alaska are just so tens def- of thousands of them, you know. Definition of lumbering. Yeah. Is, an, is those is and a then, walrus. And then impaling each other, yeah, gouging each other tusks. with those giant gougers. Wait, so tell me about this uh, this bird that lives up here that... Um, yeah, great story here. Okay. This is, this is a penguin-related rare bird called the... This is the, naturalist porn, right? Yeah, this is this biology would be some porn. naturalist. This is a... Some biology I think porn. I'm going to try, try my hand at some naturalism here. Mm-hmm. Um, the marbled murrelet. Okay. Relative of the penguin. Until, I believe, the 80s, they had no idea where to find the nest of this bird. Until a fellow in Kamchatka, Russia, discovered in... They have redwoods over there, actually. It's uh, on the other side of the Pacific. The same kind of redwoods? I'm not sure. I, you, know, you know, I think that they have their own kind over there. In the Tiber? Yeah, some... some uh, it's really remote over there. Oh, it's, it's kind of the same as, as NorCal, though. That's where that crazy Similar. Uh, near-Earth asteroid thing happened, right? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere, yeah, yeah. And actually, 1902 or sometime like that, they had some kind of huge, one of the largest impacts in our... It was a comet, not an asteroid, right? Yeah. It was a comet? Yeah. It yeah. seems like a lot of intense stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So they have they have this uh, this bird over there. That- they found they found that it nests only in the the biggest trees, way up way up top. Mm-hmm. And this was in the '80s or something. And then subsequently, it, it did a little poking around on the west coast here and found uh, nests. You know. But this tree, but this bird, it doesn't. It like floats out in the water, right? Yeah, I think. You said something I, you know, like, I'm like not a birder. Miles. I could, I could be right. in big trouble here if said, uh, if some birders are listening to this. Open ocean. This thing hangs out. I think in the yeah. Open it's, ocean. it's my it's my knowledge so far that this this little guy is a uh, free floater, just free kind floater. of a few miles off the shore, just way out there, just kind of. And for a long time, they didn't around. know where this thing nested. Yeah, the, and they found it in the redwoods of Northern California. Right, right. And now Treetops. now it's endangered, and now they hire people. Uh, to go look for it. Make nests for it. <laughs> they look for yeah, they look for the nests, I guess. And, and you said something about ravens, right? Ravens will eat the nests. But they ravens uh Tell me about ravens. Ravens. Tell me what you told me before about ravens. They I could they they might be smarter than us. They you think so. Yeah. They could wow. be the keystone. The keystone te- keystone species, yeah. That's a what is that? Is that a real term? Keystone species? It is. What does that mean? Something sort of the top of the food chain of a particular area. Oh, I didn't know that keystone species. Yeah. So they well, could be the keystone. What they can you? they can live on almost every square inch of the planet. And they, you were saying something about how they um they they never uh, starve or they they always cooperate or what is it? They uh you know again uh, I hope I. But I don't offend any you can birders offend, out there. You can go ahead because everything. Because I, be, I bet everything I bet, can be redacted in. Um, this post. is this is you don't <laughs> understand though. The birders are, um, well, you know they're they're kind of a they're you a know, group. I of say people I say that, let the birders come. 
Let, yeah, let's. Let, I open. If I open anything, a, they're gonna they're gonna appreciate that I uh, that I'm shedding some light. That I'm go ahead, helping. birders. Go ahead, take issue, birders. Yeah, I invite you to take yeah. issue. <laughs> go ahead, fill yeah, out my fuck, inbox. Fuck you, birders. I'm just gonna tell it like I think it is. There's a there's a comedian Adam Clayton Holland who you got to meet, who was oh, a I birder. Did. Remember that night That's at, right. at Meltdown yes. Comics? Yes. You met he him. was a bird. He was, uh, was so interested in the yeah. ivory build woodpecker. He's as I not, that's not, that was no shallow interest. He actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he was. And it also is very it's a great funny. story, too. Yeah. We, someday we'll get you guys together and I'll just sit back and watch. Yeah. Well, um, but, okay, back to the thing with this, this bird, though. Oh, by oh. The, with ravens. With yeah, ravens. so the ravens are, uh, it seems like they just sort of cooperate no matter right. what. You know? This is something that this is something you the you whole observe. population. This is, this is something that science has observed. I can't verify that actually. Right. But they. This is just sort of what I seem to observe. Right. I've seen them around a lot. You know. They I, help each I'm other. Out there. Yeah. They. Yeah. They. Uh, hmm. They have a. They have a language. They, have they a definitely have a language. I. I can. Raven language. Yep. They. They. They have something extra. We should pause for commercial break. Here we All right, go.
listening to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton on the Feral Audio Network. Yeah. Who's there? What the hell is going on here? Who's there? What? What are you talking about, man? Didn't you hear that super loud, scary sound that just interrupted the radio? Oh, uh, yeah, it did. It's actually going to keep happening until people donate. Uh, you mean there's going to be scary fart sounds playing all the time until people donate to Feral Audio? Goddamn right that's going to keep happening. You hear it? Yeah. Okay, uh, please, please donate. This is not a sustainable situation. Audio-wise, this is uh, it's pretty bad right now. Uh, just, I'm I'm very scared. I'm just genuinely very frightened right now. Please donate. PayPal. Uh, God, credit cards are fun. I think it's all fine. You can even. It's just it's not gonna stop, is it? No way, man. Okay. Radio. Explosions. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll try to play some music over this. Uh, feral audio. And we're back. Feeling Latin. So, um, this entire time we've been listening to one of your mixes, your newer mixes you've made. This is all from stuff, pretty rare stuff you discovered. We heard one track you said you sold for like, what, 2300 bucks? This is yeah. a forty-five. I did. I I sold one of one of those uh, big ticket, big ticket soul records to uh, some, some British folks. The the Northern Soul, and there was another record we listened to that you bought down the street from my house. For you bought for a dollar and sold for eight hundred bucks. Well, you know, actually, yeah. I still got that one. Oh, you still uh, have it? Yeah, it's worth eight hundred bucks. I th- I think on something the, like on that. the open market, right? I might I might send that one to England too. I, got it. You know. Good music. I I like it. Well, you have to tell me. I mean, I've only read it. I think you told me in person maybe a, the abbreviated version, but about one of my favorite um, music collections you have is Milton's 45s, which is probably, yeah. like, probably like 50, about 50 songs, right? Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of pretty pretty cool stuff from uh, from one one day in Las Vegas, actually. I. Vegas is a pretty it's a pretty creepy place in its own right. It's it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. You uh the more you look, the more disgusting it gets, really. So but, and you you hit you hit Craigslist for most things, right? Yeah, so uh, as if it wasn't even mm-hmm. if it wasn't gross enough for you. Right. You have to go on the Las Vegas Craigslist and then uh and something I learned from you about Craigslist, <laughs> as far as records goes, is that the um, the more basic the description, the better. Like, yeah, like a guy I, like, is, like you know, Jeremy. Records, maybe a trade trade secret, a but yeah, you know, trade misspelling, secret. all caps, uh, <laughs> vinyls. Yeah, vinyls, uh, blurry pictures of nothing. You know, simpler the better, right? It, it's yeah, higher so the, chance of. Uh, Something great happening, you know. So run, so run me through this particular uh, score in Vegas. So it was a crisis yeah, response. Right? Must have been, yeah. I don't. I was just uh, must have been at some Wi-Fi hotspot. This was back in the days. I didn't have a uh, smartphone, mm-hmm. so you weren't tethered. I wasn't. I wasn't tethered. Or tethering, yeah. So I, uh, I, I used to live there, and I had some days off. I was doing surveys actually uh, 
for tortoises out in the desert there. The desert tortoise, right? The desert tortoise, yeah. So I had some some off days in Vegas, had nothing to do, trying to dig up some records, which, you know, there's a few stores around. and The song right now is fitting this story very well. Yeah. It's, this is a, this is from another, uh, some some shit that I'm really uh, into. Super Sonido, I think, Blogspot, but uh, great, great shit. This guy's mm-hmm. digging all over uh, Central America, South America, just find a lot of good stuff so, so anyway in Vegas uh, yeah I'm there um, and hot day I'm dying you know this is a I'm hot, sweating hot yeah I, I think 100 degrees or more you're from Minnesota like me so yeah this you is don't do well this is too much yeah my power windows are are out out of order AC busted that's all I can remember I I was going to meet this guy around noon or 12.30 or something. Somewhere kind of off the strip. I don't even remember what neighborhood, but it was mm-hmm. kind of in this, what turned about, it was, it was a pretty rough, rough neighborhood, which Vegas is, Vegas is just sprawling, you know, you don't really know where you are. It's sprawl. Yeah, it's compounds. It's blocks of gated communities and strange, you, you never get to see the interior of of anything there's no houses really it's just yeah. kind of this uh weird landscape so i i meet a guy and uh go to this apartment building and and i walk out and this guy meets me and and uh his name's milton so he answers the door or what happens well uh yeah yeah i must have called you know the craigslist shuffle you call each call other like three four times cell and phone you, you know, you, I'm getting close, and here I'm there. I found it, and then you're walking up the sidewalk. Right. All all I can remember this this guy's hairy. He's he's incredibly hairy. So what's he wearing? He's not a shirt. No <laughs> shirt. <laughs> not yeah. a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> pants. Yeah, shorts. Pants. Uh, he's got some shorts and shorts some on. some uh, some socks like some socks. rolled way up. So wow. With okay. the you know with the red stripe. Okay. The white. I know the know, kind. A sporty the tube. A sporty like type. A tube. A sporty some tube nice, variety. Yeah. Probably came in a pack of twelve. Oh yeah, if not more. Yeah, maybe twenty-four. So he answered the door with this this attire. Yeah, which good news, you know. This guy's probably got some good records. I I walk in to his apartment and there's a there's another guy, <laughs> sort of like like sitting in a halo of of filth. There's a computer. He's sort of at the computer. He's locked to the computer, and, and and around him is clearly the remains of of months of like, dark nights at that computer. Like pizza boxes. Oh yeah, familiar. I just, I couldn't even make out just any individual. Just yeah, sort just of sort of cardboard and just paper and you know melted cheese. <laughs> so he's ensconced in this world of uh yeah this guy and I, trash. I he kind of made some sort of mumbling noise as i walked past him was he like introduced to you yeah i think i you know i said hello or something because right. it was i just entered this house and, but uh this is anyway this is this is milton's I think it was his son, actually. Right. I think you said that it was his son, or you yeah. thought it was his son. Yeah, I'm pretty like sure it was his son. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that happened. So, that was already red flag number one. Yeah. Well, just not red flag so much as just sort of yeah, I, turn off. Yeah, I guess just notable encounter. Yeah. Uh, 
like we keep walking down the hallway and this is a, it's a crappy apartment you know it's disgusting the halo of filth is just sort of the the first thing and then the carpet is is kind of it's it's dark brown oh. you know and it <laughs> it's threadbare just dark just Jeez. tattered a lot of crap in the carpet right. you know i that's a memory right there walking through some hallways and and i get milton is leading me into his bedroom mhm into his bedroom clearly right and um i go in there and it's just sort of a disgusting mattress i i don't think there was a sheet on there and and just the floor kind of magnifies in in grossness just like what is it there's uh there's probably a good dozen or maybe more uh crumpled up wads of uh, kleenex which implies, i don't know if something those those could be among the top 10 nastiest things to see yeah somewhere so you see that because you you don't know what's in the wad. Is he talking to you at this point? What's he saying? He Milton is not a very talkative guy. He's kind of uh, is he? Well, well, he's, is he like what's his disposition? He seems nice. Yeah, he seems he seems pleasant. Okay, I'm not. Got I'm it. not afraid, or you know, I'm not. So uh, he's got some rubber maids full of forty fives in his closet, and he busts them out, and this filthy room and I'm like well you know this is fine this is Craig's list this is kind of like where this it is this is what happens know? I've been you, there uh, maybe not as gross but I've been I've been in yeah. a place where I'm like this okay is, this is how you choose to live yeah it's a, yeah. It's a nice window into uh, some different worlds it's a free tour free tour yeah, yeah yeah indeed and he's he's like ah, why don't you just go you know sit on the corner of the bed here and I'll start bringing out these containers and you know, just mm-hmm. rifle through them. And I do, and I, and I start finding some pretty good stuff. And uh, But the containers are full of cockroaches. The The records themselves are, are just swimming in cockroaches. God. They're, they're okay. They're not uh, not scratched. They look they look pretty good. But the, <laughs> there's roaches, man. <laughs> I'm pulling out, and they're just cockroaches falling all over me. There so must have been eating the did paper, Milton you know. Address them at all or no? No, no, no. God, no worries. Like no worries about cockroaches just falling all over the floor and running around. He, he, I don't, I don't think he made any. But this isn't phasing you as much as. No, I, yeah. Cockroaches are friendly, you know, for my naturalism. Right, you know about uh, knowledge. I know that you can handle these animals. I, sh- I shouldn't fear the cockroach, so not too worried about those guys. Um so I'm finding I'm finding a lot of good stuff. He's got he's got a lot of stuff, you know, but I I got to dig through it. A lot of crap. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I look over. I'm sitting on the corner of the bed, and I look over in my peripheral vision, and there's a pile of dildos. Now, this is a pile. It's a pile. Right. It's it's not arranged. It's it's sort of uh, just a a pile. At least twelve. 15, small, big, you know, blue. And, uh, you know, something something changed right then. Where, uh... Because he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of the moment when... And How many records did you have pulled at this point? I I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I had a stack. I, I, had, a stack. I had maybe, like, 50 or 100, you know. Okay. It was just... 
Because you're hitting some hot shit. Well, I'll just grab anything that looks. Was he talking to you at all at this point? You know? During this whole thing? Oh, we, we yeah, we talked about we talked about music. He was. Uh, he kind of knew his shit. Huh? He actually he knew his stuff. We were. Uh, I pull out some some good old fifties doo wop stuff, and he right. he said he used to DJ. Oh wow! He used to live in upstate New York or something. He was a DJ. Hitting the cat. Yeah, yeah, we were. Circuit. Yeah, we. Were so you chatting see about stuff. So he seemed to know what he's doing. I, right. But the dildos just. It wasn't just that. I I saw some DVDs right next to the dildos, right. and all I can remember is the phrase. It was either fresh or <laughs> young. Right. Shaved boys. Fresh, young, shaved. Or maybe, yeah, maybe fresh and young. Right. But that, and I, I'm not that fresh or young. Right. And I'm not shaved, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You could. Be, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I didn't see the titles of those other DVDs. Uh, yeah. It might not be. You could he might not discriminate. No yeah. needed. <laughs> So, uh, so, so how'd you get? Out what, of yeah, what do you do? Do you just you That's just sort of ease your way on out? I, mean, I would have said I don't know what I would have done. At seeing the cockroaches, I probably would have been like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I have to go." I would have done something. I would have like, I just can't. I can't stay. Yeah. I have to go. To the oh, my meter's expired. You know, I was thinking that I was already in. Yeah. What well, you know that that. I might as well try to get the records. But and you're then a brave it, and relaxed guy where I will, I'm not that way. Yeah. yeah. If something bad was going to happen, yeah, it's going to happen. I might as well try to, you know, get something out of yeah. it. I mean, maybe. So you got the records. Yeah. I got them. Uh, nothing happened. You I, paid, I, you paid I, a I pretty good amount, cheap amount. End right? up face down on that. Soiled mattress, right. you know, like bound. You, you said uh, it was, this mattress was soiled. It was soiled. I think everything was soiled. Oh, soiled. It was Las Vegas is soiled. The, that's that's kind of Las Vegas is just soiled like, is a word that implies. It's one of those words that people use when they want to say the worst thing, but they can't say <laughs> it because they're in front of a judge. Soiled is so, like yeah. Uh, the juvenile's clothes were soiled, which means she was caked in shit or something. Yeah, soiled right. is like that word that just means it's it's dark. It's bad. It's it's dark and brown. Because soil itself, Ugh. again, uh, you know, as a naturalist, soil is wonderful. Right. And, and it's too bad that the the word kind of gets such a bad rap because soil you is can separate. The, you can separate. Right. Soil yeah. And I soil. mean, I would, I would never say that something that's got um, a bunch of dirt on it. Yeah. Actual soil. I never. I would never call it soil. I would say that is dirty. Right, or dirty. Someone dumped a yeah. pile of like of, that's of potting whoa, that soil on my bed. Got some organic. Yeah. Oh wow. Who earthy are, who are aroma. This up. Yeah. Who got this? It's not soiled. All duffed. The soil implies bodily secretions. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the see, and you know, we should. Uh, we got to We got to come up with something better. So how did you pinch it off? Did you say? Um, <laughs> oh, I found what I wanted. Uh, thanks. Uh, oh, how yeah. Much? How did that? Uh, I think so. I think it it just just sort of it just happened. Overwhelming. Um, You're like I got. I should probably get out of here. I just while I still have everything that I came with. I no. I actually went through every last record you, you had. Yeah. God, it's so brave. And and it was it was good. What did I get out of there? I got. You got some hot shit. There were some a couple of my favorite tracks. 
Yeah, there um, was just Country Fool by The Showman. Yeah, uh, that's a nice got, one. Um, it was a Ron, wide variety. It was Ronnie and Beverly. What is that one? Ronnie and Beverly. Uh, it's something. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm probably no. It's something. Yeah, it's yeah. A man and a woman, and it's like. It's good. It's a good. Yeah, uh, it it was it was across the board. It was kind of stuff. a weird, uh, disco weird score. Any from the fifties to the eighties, I guess. I I got one thing that was really cool out of there. I got a uh, a promo of some little sixties garage band. These kids looked like they were twelve years old, and I, there was a little promotional Is a sheet. Disc? It was no, it was just a forty-five, but it had a little printout, you oh, know, cool. with a picture of them, and they were the nice. the drummer, the kid that was playing drums must have been like ten years old, oh. and uh, yeah, super tripped out, sort of space garage, really, really out there. So I got that from him, and then yeah, a bunch of other things. It was it it was fun. I yeah, that's that's why that's kind of why yeah. I do it, you know. Is that the scariest one you've ever had, or no? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's scariest. I'd, I've been in a lot of other ones. Usually, the, the only thing that's you got to worry about is the uh, you're just inhaling some really harsh oh, particles. Yeah. Sometimes, I've seen uh, pictures of those guys. The guy who runs Voodoo, uh, what's it called, Voodoo Funk? Yeah, wearing yeah. a gas mask wearing, or something. Yeah, a dust mask, yeah. like a respirator, because he's dealing with these piles. Yeah, of I, I feel and, like there's there's many places there's I've some been funk where. In there. Some yeah, some actual, actual funk. <laughs> some some yeah. fly larva. Some who knows? As, well, yeah, asbestos like lung asbestos, yeah. coating micro. Yeah, records are gross. They are. They're usually they covered be. in mold. Yeah, mold mold's a real thing. Mold's yeah, you, a killer. You don't find good ones, you know, out mm-hmm. and about. You, you find them covered in mold. Um, can you talk about the? Uh, the score, um, I don't. I don't want to tell you what it. I don't want to say what it is because it kind of betrays the nature of of what it, the score. But yeah. The one that involved uh, the the records left by the wife of a famous free jazz. Uh, oh yeah. Saxophone player. That's yeah, this a, is a good, I, one, a good too. one too. Yeah, this is this is probably even this better. Is, I guess this is probably more notable context. in terms of cred, right? Well, this is just it's it's hard to find really cool stuff. I I think right. I I kind of got into this 10 20 years too late where you could you could actually meet these old people and Right. They're still and, around. Yeah, you know, get in touch with people famous producers of mm-hmm. studios and and get records and stuff, but uh Okay, so where are you right now? Where well, am where I? I'm we? somewhere in NorCal okay. out in the woods. Some antique store in the middle of nowhere, and I, uh, I asked. There's no records in the store, so I asked a guy about him, and he says he's got some in his camper behind the store. Mm-hmm. And I go, I go in there, and the first one that's on top is a, uh, it's like a Mingus, it's like one of those classic Mingus ones. What do you know? What was it? Uh, um, Mingus, it might have been. Mingus. Yeah, yeah, it was the Mingus, Mingus times four or whatever. Mingus, you know? Mingus. Mingus, yeah. Mingus, yeah. That's I cool. think that's the one. Well, there's several hundred just LPs kind of just stacked up in this old Jeez. camper. And I, yeah, I've, I found some, it was all, it was all heavy, like hard bop, 
some free jazz originals originals esp uh, impulse Ooh. you know all this good stuff people are always looking for this stuff this stuff already hard is, to find this stuff already is big deal it's hard to find yeah. just because it wasn't extremely popular you know it, it was really good music but didn't exactly a sell of yeah. a lot of copies across the nation you know but uh, in the middle of this stack, suddenly I find ten original Sun Ra records, and that's where <laughs> things go Did you say that through again the real roof. Quick, though. Yeah, ten. I think I got about Sun ten. Ra records. Maybe it was less. Maybe it was. Right. I think it actually turned out to be maybe seven. Some of the right. covers and the records were mixed up, but that that's just unheard of. Those but, things are those uh, private pressed. You know, Sun Ra was, you know, hand pasting the covers in his basement. So this means that he touched these. Oh, I I don't know. I I think there's some that were hand painted. I I actually didn't get any of those. But, but what is the other thing there? Isn't there someone's name on these or something? So this is the legend uh, that I heard. This guy that sold me the records told me all this too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had to pay some money for these records. I didn't get them for. But you got nothing, them. But for a, how much? Yeah. You know. It was it was you know he he wanted to sell them and. I just pretty much bought them all from him. So nice. Anyway, uh, he he said that he lived somewhere in the southwest, and the further bus, like the Merry Pranksters, mm-hmm. came it's like by. Ken Kesey, Ken Kesey, yeah, Del Close. And at some point, there was a a woman on there that wanted to drop off some records and just kind of keep them. And she says, "Oh well, you know, I'll come pick them up later." I'll come pick him up later. And it turns out that it was Ornette's Coleman, Ornette Coleman's girlfriend. I, Apparently, right. I I can't verify this. Makes sense though, right? Because didn't you say there was some writing on him? There's something? some writing. There's 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 some programs of radio shows and in, in New York that were in some of the records. It's very super cool. Mm-hmm. You know, possibility that very specific. Yeah, and kind of makes sense, really, but. I, they were all completely scratched. Like all these records are in bad shape. They're all moldy. They're all. Some of them are unplayable. I actually have mm-hmm. the rarest Sun Ra record, but it's unplayable. Which one's actually? That? It's called "When Angels Speak of Love." Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's huge. Oh. It's hand yeah, pasted everything, deal. but the record is is actually mm-hmm. you can't even listen to it. It's it's a bummer. But. They're, uh, yeah, but just, the, you know, you could think maybe, maybe these were, maybe they got jammed on the bus, you know? Oh, yeah. These exact copies. Jammed hard and some of the just first electric cooler acid tests. Yeah, huh? utterly destroyed. So you probably have, you're sitting on Ornette Coleman's girlfriend's record collection that she dropped off or pawned off, more likely, or something like that. Yeah, right? who knows where, who knows on the, the, on the road. what happened, but. Hmm. It was kind of interesting. This guy, you know, from New Mexico, had trucked them around for since the sixties. Trucked them. Well, he had. That's not where the guy dropped off, huh? He he had apparently been carrying them around, and I don't think he had ever listened to them. Wow. He just had them. Music break. When I left home at 
Direct your call. Uh, I was just looking to get down into uh, any any zone you have available. Alright, for what type of service or product? Um, I was curious about any type of Keystone species, like a like uh, televisions or uh, even electronic um, CD players that can go together. Oh, you'd like to purchase the television and well, CD player? I just have some questions about it, if there's someone who knows about those things. Oh, sure. One moment while I transfer you to a home theater sales representative. So you just transfer that? That's your thing, huh? Uh, I'm a best part operator, and, and that's uh, we we direct people to the right department that can help them the best way. Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. All right. Yes, you're welcome. Just a moment, please. The nation. Thank you for calling. How can I help you? Hey, just uh, how's it going today? Good, thank you. Cool. Yeah, me too. It's uh, a little cloudy. You know, medium cloudy. I like that. No, it's bright. And, What's that? It's bright and sunny here in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah. you're in Atlanta, man. It must be real bright and sunny. Jeez. Not not, yeah. <laughs> not not to mention a little bit uh humid, right? <laughs> Hello. I haven't been out yet. Um except coming into work. It wasn't that humid this morning. <laughs> oh it wasn't. Yeah, so you get you get they don't you actually don't go outside when you go to work or you do a little bit? Yeah, it wasn't not while I'm working, no, I don't head outside, but when I go home I am expecting to have that heat and humidity hit me. <laughs> yeah. Do you enjoy it? I do, I do, but I just moved here two years ago from Massachusetts, so it's a big change, and I love it. <laughs> wow, that is a big difference. In Massachusetts, you have, um, what do you have up there? You got Lyme disease, you got, um, oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I, that's not, I, I started with the worst yeah. thing. I'm sorry for starting with that. That's like the worst <laughs> Massachusetts has to offer, but it is there. You got Lyme disease? Yeah, it is, it is. You got, um, I think you've got uh, a lot of, a lot of politicking. You got some uh, a lot of oh, yeah. oak trees. Um, I don't know the whole. Yeah, oak. I think you could probably go sailing at Cape Cod. In the summer, and our summers are very short. We only get about two and a half months of the warm weather. So yeah, only two and a half months. That's pretty. That's pretty paltry. Jeez. What? What? When is this? Yeah, time? that's why I moved to Georgia. Good idea. <laughs> What's your commute yeah. like? Um. Well, in in the afternoon, I get out a little early, so I don't hit that traffic. But in the morning, it takes me a couple hours, maybe hour, hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. That's pretty substantial, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. But it's worth it. I mean, I, I like getting out early. I have little ones at home, so I'm home when I get home from school. So. Yeah, get those little ones. Take care of them. So do you do, you do audio mm-hmm. audio books on the drive or what? No, just listen to the morning radio station programs. Drive time. Mm-hmm. Those guys, right. those guys get crazy. I I heard one of them one time. He did a he did a handstand, and he put a marshmallow in his mouth, and he put another marshmallow in the other end, and and then he had his buddy slap him in the feet with his shoes off, and then I guess they just did that for like twenty minutes. I mean, and, and where do you live again? What's, oh, this what is do you live in? this is in Minnesota. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. They, they get crazy there. They get pretty it, bored out there, huh? Oh, yeah, it gets so cold. It gets so. wickedly cold. <laughs> One time it got so oh, cold wow. that um, I saw my neighbor's house freeze, and it sort of, part of the house kind of cracked and fell off, and then the other part cracked uh, the day later, and it just fell fell in half. It was really weird. Oh, wow. I guess wow, has, has, that's really cold. <laughs> I know, it's so cold. It's called Crack crack Point. There's a point, I think it's about 70 mm-hmm. below zero, called Crack Point. When you hit Crack Point, uh, something happens with things that have wood. You know how you can explode something with a sound? You know how mm-hmm. like, you can make a, an opera singer can break a, a wine glass by going, ah, and it, like, it vibrates at the yeah. same frequency? Yeah. Well, that, that principle uh-huh. is present at Crack Point when it gets really cold in northern Minnesota. You get this real cold um, coldness, and it vi- it does a devibration. It's like an anti-vibration, and it, if it finds if you have a single board in the middle of your house, like a like a there's a certain type of wood. I don't remember. It's like a pine type of wood, where it's filled with sap. And if you have one of these really big boards that's in the middle of your house, it will crack, and that's the beam that holds the house two houses two halves of the house together. The house will fall in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably. Oh, I know, isn't that scary? Wow. So they have all these things you can do now to fix your house against crack point, um, and so it, it's okay now. But this these people didn't know. Yeah. Well, now I know where I do not want to go in the winter. Definitely winter. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least there's there's no lightning there, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever yeah. been struck? No, 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 no. That's you? good. No, I haven't. I've been trying to, but I haven't gotten hit. <laughs> so then on your bucket list, you want to get struck by lightning? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's true. I want to get struck and not killed. I think it'd be a pretty amazing experience. Think about that. I think if you've been struck by lightning, I, mean, I can't imagine anything else would matter to you because it's sort of like, well, you know, he cut me off on the uh, the freeway, but guess what? I got struck by lightning, so uh, no big deal. <laughs> Like would, yeah, that's one way to think of it, I guess. It would make you so strong. I heard of this one guy uh, who used to be a ranger in Yosemite. There's no joke. He's been struck by lightning. He got struck by lightning so many times, he used to carry a bucket of water with him in his truck. He's a park ranger. Carry a bucket of water with him in his truck because he would get struck and he'd start on fire, so he'd have to douse himself out with water. There's another lady who moved to San Francisco because she'd been struck so many times. She got tired of being struck by lightning, so she moved to San Francisco where there is no lightning. Isn't that ridiculous? Wow. That's kind of, it's kind of unfair <laughs> if you think about it because I want to get struck once and live, and I'll be, this woman's gotten struck 20 times, and she's, uh, it's just, you know, maybe it's all she has, I guess. You, get, you know, sometimes you got to realize that when someone's being really mean, you gotta just think. You know what? Mm-hmm. They probably don't really have much going on in their life, and that's why they're angry. And mm-hmm. I guess that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a good. I think it's a good way to think about it. You know, it's like you gotta. You okay, f- so what can I help you? Oh well, what can I, was, I help you with today for a question? I'm curious about what, like, what would be the uh, the TV equivalent of like a raven? A raven? Yeah, it's just those, those birds. They're like crows, but they're bigger and smarter. And faster and stronger. You know, ravens, they used to... Uh, I'm just trying to think of like a natural equivalent. Because like, a raven is kind of... 
it's a kind of a, it's a big bird. It's got a lot going on. Uh, it's really cool, and I wanted to see I want, if I ha- I want like a TV that's like a raven. Does that make sense? Well, we're selling a lot of Samsungs. Samsungs. People seem to like the Samsung TV. Where are, the, where, mm-hmm. where are those from? I think it's Japan. Japan. Well, not Korea. LG is Korea, mm-hmm. right? I'm not sure. I'm, I, I do believe that the Samsung is from Japan. Though. I won't tell anybody this, but guess what? They're from L- They're from Korea. LG is from Korea. Life's good. Oh. That's what it stands for. Life's good. Life's good. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Uh-huh. You ever been to an airport? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know how they have those stores in the airports, the Life's Good stores? Like the shirts you can buy? It's like, Life's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know about it. I think about those. You know what I mean? What do you think about those? I think it's just the slogan. If you're feeling good about life, right. you, you know, you're like, but there's, mm-hmm. some, there's something that bothers me about it because it's like, okay, I don't want to be a negative Nancy and say that, that oh, that's it's just too vaguely positive. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it kind of I kind of smell something corporate behind that that maybe seems unnecessary. You know, it's like the Olympics. You know, the Olympics is it's just mm-hmm. an it's just an ad showcase, isn't that right? Don't you feel that way? It's like, like sure, those athletes they get to and. Like it's a, it's built on the backs of these these athletes. They don't get paid any money. It's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but it does. I, I, the way I feel is to each his own. I love watching the Olympics, and yeah. if they if, if it's what they like to do, then I say to each his own. Do you mean like if the athletes like to do that? Athletes like to to do their athletics. Olympics. I, yeah, I think they do. I think that's their goal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the thing about it is, like, there's all these comp- companies that are making so much money off of them that it's kind of, I don't know, it seems it seems, seems a little bit weird to me because it's all just like an, mm-hmm. it's like an advertising bonanza. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, eat it up. That's what it sounds like. Okay, so tell me, are you interested in buying a Samsung TV today? Uh, I don't know about Samsung today, but I definitely am interested in hearing about the whole the whole deal. Um, yeah, I, maybe you could tell me a, a little more about the uh, the remotes, what they look like. What they look like? Yeah, because that's like a big thing, you know. People people talk about the TV so much, but I think the remote is just as important because the remote is like. That's what you got to hold in your hand. That's what you got to interact with. It's like, you know, it's like well, I, I, if, I, if I date a girl, she's got to have nice hands, right? Because the hand mm-hmm. is like the hand is like the remote of the person. Like the face is great, but sometimes you want that hand to be nice. Or there's some people who just want a good hand. They don't care about anything else. They just want that hand. Like so. I, I, well, the Samsung remote. It's about, I'd say it's about, uh, the average Samsung remote is about 10 inches long. Mm. It's about an inch thick. It does have quite a few buttons on them. Mm. Um, 10 inches It comes in black. Comes in black. Does it come in anything else but black? No, they come in black. You know, someday they'll figure that out and let you pick a color, you know? Mm. I think that's sort of the key to human existence is pick the ability to pick a color. You know, that's what separates us from other animals, is the ability to pick a color. Mm-hmm. Do you think that or no? 
No, I'm not with remotes. I'm not really choosy about the remotes themselves yeah. what color they are. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're a pretty reasonable person. Yeah, you're born in Massachusetts. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's how it works. You're born in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Is that what, is that what, that's the slogan, right? Born in Massachusetts, reasonable person. Oh. <laughs> is it? I don't know about everybody, but yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Um, can you? Can I call you back? I there's someone outside trying to sell me a pizza, and I just don't want it. I have to tell him no. It's, okay, no problem. Okay. Uh, All right. You have a great day. Best of luck. Keep it locked and bring the noise. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. See you later. I um yeah. What should I tell this guy, the pizza guy? I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking serious? You fucking are. Go and look at me. Now you think so? Is that kind of stuff? Are the brands the United States government? As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.